Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. So I uh, read something last night in the Wall Street Journal that was powerful. It hit me hard. Uh, I'm going to get into that. We got a big show today. Obviously, a lot happened yesterday. It's it's not just the atrocities going on uh, over in the Middle East right now. Um, it's also, we have a House speaker election. The news cycle's like drinking from a fire hose. Let's get to it. Today's show is sponsored in part by Blackout Coffee. Stop giving your money to woke coffee companies. Don't really care about you. Go to blackoutcoffee.com slash Bongino. Use coupon code Bongino for 20% off your first order. As always, I appreciate you being here. And folks, my leftist cannibalism theory, it comes true again, that it's only a matter of time before modern day progressivism progressivism collapses because they're eating themselves alive when you're fighting for the scraps of a fixed table or eventually you're going to get an intra-family war. You're seeing it right now. As everybody realizes what we told them about BLM and the radicalization of college campuses is now coming home to roost. We told them. Folks, our government's been on a massive spending spree and Americans are paying the price. The cost of everything's still out of control. Most of us are living paycheck to paycheck. Our dollars just aren't going far as they used to, as far as they used to. And to keep up, a lot of us are forced to put everyday expenses on a credit card. I can hear myself. The longer that goes on, the higher the balance gets, the tougher it's to pay back. You have to take back control. And if you're a homeowner, American financing can help. They're saving homeowners just like you an average of $700 a month, even in this economy. A free 10-minute call to their salary-based mortgage consultants is all it takes to get started and see how much you can save. If you start today, you could even delay two mortgage payments, stretching your savings further. Call today, 888-994-7660. That's 888-994-7660. It's a great company. I trust them. Or go to AmericanFinancing.net, not .com. AmericanFinancing.net. NMLS 182334. NMLSConsumerAccess.org. Thanks, American Financing. We appreciate it. All right, Joe, let's go. It's showtime, Dano. Yes, sir. Sure is. So I warned you that it was all coming here. It's coming here now. I'll tell you what I read in a minute. But folks, we I, I sent out a, a message this morning on True Social and Twitter. I encourage you all to read. This is not directed at you. You're here and I love you and I thank God you're here. But it's directed at some people out there. It's time some of us parted ways. This show is not for everyone. I am absolutely dead set. I'm warning you right now that the fight is here right now. Don't think what happened overseas is not our fight because the enemy doesn't discriminate at all between us and them. It's just us and them. Express Israel war. Eric Adams, who's the mayor of New York City, is a clown, warns of a terror attack on New York City by lone wolves radicalized by Hamas. You think Eric Adams who's the biggest chump mayor in the whole country, a loser, a total chump, a guy who will say anything to get in front of the cameras. You think this guy's not being lobbied by his progressive AOC type leftist benefactors in New York City to shut up? Why would he say this otherwise? Because everything I've told you is true. Folks, arm yourself. Protect yourself. Safely, legally, the right way. I can't say it again. This is the progressive, chump, cowardly mayor of New York who's got a group of progressive left-wing, savage-supporting animals telling him, oh, shut your mouth, support support the two-state solution and all this other stuff that's never going to happen. Why would he come out and say this? 
Because he knows something. He knows something. I've been having a really, uh, really rough couple days. It's, it's, it's hard. I can't believe the stupid we're dealing with out there. I'm legitimately trying to keep you alive and keep you safe and warn you about what's ahead. It's not going to be time for an I told you so show later on. Someone said to me the other day, like, I can see the show is different now. The show is different. The show is different. You know, I lived this my whole life, man. I, I, I stared at these demons, these savages. I read something last night. There's a quote from an old uh, Jewish text that said that if you're kind to the cruel, then eventually you'll be forced to be cruel to the kind. It was in a journal op-ed, and it hit me hard because I thought about it. And it's so true. For too long, we've ignored that threat. We figured we could placate it, make it go away. When I say we, I mean the civilized world. I mean republics, parliamentary systems, and representative democracies around the world. We played into this propaganda game where Hamas and other savages use Twitter and other platforms, which, by the way, I don't advocate for any censorship at all. Let me be clear. But they used it, and they used these platforms, many of them, to propagandize people, to get them to believe that this was some kind of freedom fight. And so what had to be done didn't get done. So they were kind to the cruel. And when you're kind to the cruel, that's so right, you'll be forced to be cruel to the kind. Because now a lot of innocent people are going to have to die. I don't want that. I don't want any innocent Palestinians to have to die any more than I want any innocent Israelis to die. And anyone accusing this show or any of the people associated with this show of advocating for a genocide, go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself twice. Because you're a fucking asshole, you understand? You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. This is a complicated, really shitty world right now. And it's getting worse by the minute. Because of the savages. The savages are going to hide among the innocent. Horrible things are going to have to be done right now. And unfortunate cruelty is going to happen to the kind because we were kind to the cruel for too long. I don't know what world some of these people live in, but this shit is coming here. And they don't care if you've got a Palestinian flag in your college dorm room, a Che Guevara hat on. They don't care. We got administration so completely clueless and lost too. They can't seem to figure out while funding a crowd of people chanting death to America and while giving them $6 billion is a freaking bad thing. They can't figure this out, man. Always use Occam's razor, ladies and gentlemen. The simplest explanation is usually the one that matters and the one that counts. Parsimony. There's no assumptions needed here. If we're giving the Iranians access to $6 billion, whether it's through a Qatari bank account or not, they're going to spend it on terrorism. Why? Because that's what they've done with money in the past. Spent it on terrorism. 
Occam's freaking razor. Keep in keep it simple, stupid. Here at the White House yesterday, here's Jackie Heinrich from Fox asking this dipshit in the briefing room, hey man, are you guys gonna refreeze this six billion dollars before they use it to kill more of us? They can't, they don't have an answer because we're being led by morons. Listen. You just laid out all of the ways that Iran is complicit in this and facilitated it over years of support for Hamas. Is that reason enough to freeze, refreeze the $6 billion that the U.S. helped unlock for them to get in exchange for the prisoners? We have not yet had a dollar of that $6 billion spent. And I will leave it at that. But will you refreeze it based on this activity that you just laid out, all of the ways that they are complicit in this? You, the administration said that if we see them going in the wrong direction, that we would stop that down. I understand the position that you guys have, that not a dollar of this has been spent. But will you prevent it from getting into their hands to allow them to you know, do, do what they do that you just laid out? Let me just reiterate what I said, because it's unequivocal. Not a dollar of that money has been spent, and I will leave it at that. So refreeze the fucking money. How hard is this? Occam's razor, ladies and gentlemen. Why won't they refreeze the money? Underline this SOB. Because they don't want to. Because they don't view these people as the enemy. Wow, that's saying a lot, Dan. Because it's true. If someone broke into your house and raped and decapitated your wife and kids, would you pay them a hundred bucks because you owed them a gambling debt? You'd say, and you wouldn't pay anything. Would you not? Why aren't we refreezing the money? Ladies and gentlemen, I have strong suspicions that our White House, strong suspicions, has been completely infiltrated by lovers of the savage. Here's your lead Iranian envoy. Again, I'll play a simple cut from it. Rob Malley, who is now, I believe, on suspension and under a serious intelligence investigation. This is what has infiltrated our White House. This was the guy leading our negotiations against the savage. Listen to this. Most prominent groups, although the Sadrists in Iraq also fall in that category. It's a mistake to only think of them in terms of their uh, terrorist violence dimension. Their social political movements, probably the most rooted movements in their respective societies. Hamas, not a majority among Palestinians by any means, but very deeply rooted. It's been, uh, you know, it's, it, it, it was born in the first uh, Palestinian Tifada in the, in the 1980s. It has deep loyalty. It has, it has a charity organization, a social branch. It's not something you can defeat militarily either. And people need to understand that. It has a social branch, folks. Don't worry. In between bouts of decapitating people, shooting them in the face, breaking their femurs and violently raping them. In between that, they're like, you know, a charity group sitting on a corner, ringing a bell, asking for Christmas donations. These are the people working in our White House, man. Occam's razor. Why won't they freeze the money? Because they don't want to. Ladies and gentlemen, they see the savages as allies. That's why. 
The savages are allies to them. You think these people are going to keep you safe? <laughs> You're crazy, bro. You better arm yourself today. Think these people are coming to save you? They're too busy knocking down the doors of pro-lifers and people to go to Latin masses. They're too busy focused on the Stop the Steal rally attendees. You think they're coming to save you? Here's Colorado Representative Tim Hernandez, who was caught on video here and said, what do you think? Your three bullshit followers or whatever are going to see this? Colorado Tim, uh, I got I got a warning for you, buddy. It's a lot more than three. Matter of fact, we're only 12 minutes in. We got 54,000 watching right now. 54,000 is a lot bigger than three. These are the people who've infiltrated your government. Lovers of the savage. Colorado rep Tim Hernandez here. Can't seem to condemn the savagery. Why? Occam's razor. He doesn't want to. Take a listen. And I think it's despicable what they're protesting for. And what you're protesting for. And the fact that you can't condemn women and children and elderly people being murdered in the streets. What about do you condemn it? I already said. Why can't you say yes? Because I already gave you my answer. You didn't give an answer, and every I think anybody who would watch this would understand what your actual three position is here. Watch your bullshit video wrestle. Well, Tim, it's a lot more than three. It's fifty-six thousand now. <laughs> yeah, sorry, three fifty-six thousand. Three fifty-six. By the time we're done, it'll be about. Um, what do we get about key 900, 800, 900,000, a video show? Another, what, million or so on audio? Yeah, Colorado Tim kind of failed a little bit there. Oh, will you? No, we shouldn't do that. He's suggesting we should make a clip out of it, post it on Facebook and Rumble. That's horrible. Don't do that. Maybe three or four more people. I that's a good idea, Guy. What do you think, folks, in the chat? Yes, we should post that on Facebook and Rumble. Or no, we should give in to Colorado Tim, who thinks only three people are going to see his failure to condemn the evil savages. What do you think? Oh, it's pretty unanimous already. There you go. Oh, we're up to 60K now. Sorry, Tim. That didn't uh, quite work out for you. You're only off by a factor of a, a lot, like 20,000 or so. No biggie. Hey. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, sorry, Timbo. Didn't work out for you. Chatbot guy, can you tell us what that poll is? Looks pretty unanimous to me. Folks, the entire government has been infiltrated from the state, local, municipal, and federal level to people who support the savage. Is it widespread? I'm not sure. Is it out there? You bet your ass it is. The New York Post has this story up today. It's actually from yesterday. Suspicion surrounds ex-Iranian envoy Rob Malley after the Israel attack. That guy you just saw on video, this was our Iran negotiator. This former State Department person said Rob Malley and his negotiating team, listen to this shit, purposely funneled billions of dollars to Iran through a lack of sanctions enforcement and provisions of sanction relief that's given them somewhere between 50 and 80 billion dollars over the last two and a half years. No big deal, bro. It's only money they use to like go and kill people and stuff. No biggie. Burning people alive in a kibbutz as they were leaving in the car and trying to flee the savage. No sweat. Let's give them a few more billion or better off. Let's be like the psyops bros. It was psyop, bro. They, they weren't burned to death. They were. 
They weren't burned. That picture's from 10 minutes ago. Not 12. We're going to have to part ways. In a war between civilized men and the savage. Trust me, brothers and sisters, you can never go wrong siding with the civilized man. And so you're clear again on my position. Does that mean our boots should be on the ground? It does not. The Israelis don't want that either. Does that mean that I morally, ethically, legally, vigorously side with the civilized Israelis over the savage Hamas murderers? Yes. Unequivocally. I want to show you this supercut here. Here is Donald Trump, again, who happened to be right for the 10,000th time. But we don't like the mean tweets. Listen, nobody gives a shit anymore about what you think about his mean tweets. Really, no one. Donald Trump warned about the Iranian money. He warned about all this stuff. Actually, that's for later. I won't save that. I'm sorry. I'm just like. Here's the media again showing you they're not going to help you. The media is not your friend. The fourth estate was given a specific constitutional carve out to try to give you the facts. The media loves Hamas. They love the savage. And you think you're going to get a fair take for people siding with the savage. Let me ask you something. If the media that hates your guts and would have you thrown in a gulag tomorrow has the same position you do, your position, I'm going to guess, is probably wrong. Would you agree? Here, listen to this. This morning, a top former Israeli general went on national radio in Israel to say there has been absolute apartheid in the occupied West Bank for the past 57 years and even compared the situation there with Nazi Germany. Palestinians are looking around and, and thinking, who's going ever to protect us? Hamas is seeing a wave of popularity after this latest round of violence presenting itself as the sole defenders of the Palestinian people. Farah never supported Hamas before. But does now. Violence comes from despair. In Gaza, many see these attacks as justified. I, 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 there's been these images I've seen of, of the, the Iron Dome system, right? So this, this missile defense system the U.S. partly funded. Can we get an Iron Dome for Gaza? <laughs> Again, you expect, you think you're on the right side of this? Siding with the savage when the media people who would have you thrown in a gulag tomorrow have the exact same take? And when I say savage, I clearly mean these terrorists. Listen, folks, we're in a tough situation. It's not an action movie. I've said it over and over and over again. There's going to be real death. There's going to be people who are Arab and people who are Israeli, people who are Arab in Israel, people who are Arab in Arab countries, Arabs in Gaza, Jews in Israel. A lot of innocents are going to die. That's a really genuinely awful human tragedy. But as I said in the beginning of the show, you're kind to the cruel. Eventually, you're going to have to be forced to be cruel to the kind. And I wish we hadn't tolerated this for so long. We knew this day was coming. And it's coming to our soil soon. I'm going to take a break. And on the other side of this break, I want to show you something very powerful. Ladies and gentlemen, these people are here. They've been here for a long time. They have a very sophisticated agitprop propaganda network that's been working the United States over for a long time. And they think they sense fertile ground, even on the conservative side, even though their home is on the left. 
Do not fall for this. I'm going to show you a clip of David Horowitz. who He's the creator of the anti-anti-communist theory. I want to, he exposed these people a long time ago. You'll see them for exactly what they are. Get to that in a second. Heavy shows this week. Thanks for hanging with me. Hey, Birch Gold, last month the G20 announced a plan to impose digital currencies, which for me, by the way, are a major no-no, and digital IDs on their populations. Central bank digital currencies essentially could allow the government to track every purchase someone makes. Some believe that officials could even prohibit someone from purchasing certain products or easily freeze or seize part of all their money. It's true. Concerned Americans are diversifying their assets into physical gold. I use Birch Gold Group. I uh, highly recommend them, B-I-R-C-H. If you want physical gold held in a tax-sheltered retirement account, call Birch Gold. I buy gold through Birch Gold. have many times because I trust them. Text Dan to 989898. They'll send you a free info kit on gold. If you have an IRA or 401k from a previous employer, Birch Gold can help you convert it into an IRA in gold and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. Text Dan to 989898. Claim your free information kit on gold because if digital currency becomes a reality, it'll be nice to have some gold to fall back on. Performance may vary. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. Message and data rates apply. Thanks, Birch Gold. I want you to watch this. I want you to watch every second of this. It's an older video. We've shown it before on my show, actually. But it was making its way around uh, social media yesterday. This is David Horowitz, who is a pretty popular author. He's the inventor of the anti-anti-communist theory. The theory that the left hates us because the left are communists. Communists, all of them. The PLO, Hamas, they all have the same exact top-down, collectivist, brutal, murderous ideology. I'm going to show it to you with this BLM story next. We're the anti-communists. The left hates us, the anti-communists. So they're the anti-anti-communists. Whatever we stand for, they're against. That's it. Because they want to stop us. It's the only way to collectivism. Here's Horowitz speaking on a college campus. This is what the savage looks like when you expose him in front of a bunch of people. A bunch of people, people who cannot condemn the savage are savages themselves. Take a look. I'm a Jew. The head of Hezbollah has said that he hopes that we will gather in Israel so he doesn't have to hunt us down globally. For it or against it? For it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for coming and showing everybody what's what's here. And you're wearing a, a terrorist uh, neckerchief. It's already here. It's already here. Be brave, man. Stand strong. I'm asking you as a friend. Please be brave and stand strong right now. There are a lot of people out there on the progressive left that would love nothing more than to co-op freedom fighters on the conservative side, real freedom fighters that passionately believe in the tree of liberty. They would like nothing more than to co-opt you into their savagery. Please stand strong. Do not fall prey to this. Ladies and gentlemen, there are a lot of conspiracy theories out there. There's a lot of bullshit out there. I agree. I've, been, I've written books about them. I'm telling you for an absolute fact what's happening right now is a legitimate existential fight of the savage versus the civilized man. 
That fight is coming for you and it doesn't give a shit if you're in or not. All it cares about is your blood. You're dealing with idiots in the White House, too, that are never going to save you, folks. They are never going to save you. Here's the White House spokesmoron, John Kirby, who, again, can't seem to figure out how money works when asked about billions of dollars given to an, a, re, a regime that wants to would nuke the United States tomorrow if they had the weapons to do it. Watch this. You know, I heard you yesterday say that uh, you hadn't made a direct connection to Iran in this instance, but you acknowledged that Iran funds Hamas and Hezbollah permanently and that money flows. There's a lot of talk about the six billion dollars and the American hostage exchange. I heard you also say that it can be frozen at any time. Why isn't this the time? To freeze that. Uh, I don't have any policy decisions with respect to that to, to speak to you today, Brett. Uh, that I, I think it's important for people to remember that not a single dinar uh, of that of those funds has gone into Iran. Not one. Not not any. No, nothing's been allocated out of that fund. Yeah, John, uh, and we're, we're going to watch this. Block. Money's fungible. You get six billion dollars over here for humanitarian and food. So then you can move money someplace else. And then you have the the not enforcing sanctions that allows Iran to cash in on its its oil around the world. Brett, I, Brett, with all due respect, I just got to push back on you there. We, it's not that we're not enforcing sanctions. We have been enforcing them. As a matter of fact, we've added sanctions. We've we've sanctioned 400 entities in Iran just in the beginning of this administration, let alone the sanctions that came before us. And as for the fungibility, uh, again, that money was never going to be tapped by the Iranian regime. They were never going to see it themselves. It was always going to go to vendors that we approved to go to buy humanitarian assistance and medical and food to get to the directly to the Iranian people. The, the regime was never going to. Enough. I can't with the money anymore. I can't. I can't. A lot of you want me to get the whiteboard out to explain to these idiots how freaking money works. Re, just refreeze the money, you dipshit. How freaking hard is this? Folks. Read Horowitz's work on the anti-anti-communists and you're going to find out that the reason all of these groups are allied is because they all hate us. You out there are the real freedom fighters. You are the believers in liberty and freedom and capital G, God-given capital R rights. You, that's you. That's why the left hates you. The left is an allied group of crazies. Everyone from radical Islamic fundamentalists that hate you to sexual identity politics warriors who ironically would be victims of the fundamentalists but don't care because they have one thing in common, which is what? They hate you. They hate you. You are the anti-communists. They are the anti-anti-communists. They put all of their reservations aside because they hate you. How do you Do you remember the Iraq-Iran war? Folks, this stuff goes back generations. This uh, this Sunni-Shia war that's been going on forever. You understand they put this aside? Hezbollah, Hamas, Sunni, Shia, they don't care. They put it aside for now because they all agree on one thing. They hate you. The problem with being driven by hate and the scraps from the Government collectivist table, because it's all tied together, Political, the political economy of it, 
is eventually they start eating themselves alive as they become victims of their own garbage. Because sooner or later, when progressive Jews find that they're at the bottom of the the, the, the racial spoil system, and then not only at the bottom, but there'll be victims, eventually you're going to see a turn. It's my cannibalism theory. So it's happening with the Asian community now as they realize they've been victims of the affirmative action that was meant to help minority communities. Have I not warned you about this? Here's yet another example. Here's Larry Summers, diehard Democrat. I protected this guy in the Secret Service. Diehard. This was Bill Clinton's Treasury Secretary. He was also the president of Harvard at one point. Tweeted out yesterday after a bunch of Harvard groups tweeted out that they were allied with the savages. In nearly 50 years of Harvard affiliation, I've never been as disillusioned and alienated as I am today. He isn't on my cannibalism theory. He wants to know how he didn't see it. Larry, you didn't see how pushing progressive collectivist ideology, hatred for freedom and liberty, identity politics, and Islamic fundamentalism on the college campus over sanity, you didn't see how that eventually was going to result in people like Jewish Americans and Jews around the world becoming targets themselves, even though they're the minorities, your supposed uh, racial identity politics was designed to protect. You didn't see that coming? How'd you miss that, Lar? People flashing swastikas all over the place. They just, they just found that out. The left is guided by idiots and ideologues and false gods and golden calves and morons. Left is guided by stupid people. It's only people like you out there saving the day for this, folks, saving us from the horrors ahead. I want you to watch this video. This is from a while back. It's about four or five years ago. Here's AOC, who's pushed Harvard and other institutions. She's a product of them while pushing them now, of this spoil system. Here she is a couple years ago. She's commenting now from her Twitter feed about the atrocities and the savage overseas as she, as she kind of winks and nods at the savage. Here she was interviewing Margaret Hoover. She don't know jack shit about the Middle East. Not a damn thing. Doesn't stop her from talking about it and siding with the savage. Here, listen to her admit it herself. In terms of geopolitics of and the course. war in the Middle East is very different than mm. people expressing their First Amendment right to protest. Well, yes, but I also think that what people are starting to see, at least in, in the occupation uh, of, of Palestine, is um, just an, an increasing crisis of humanitarian condition. And that to me is just where I tend to come from on this issue. You use the term the occupation of Palestine. Mm. What did oh. you mean by that? Oh, um, I think it, what I meant is like the the settlements that are increasing in, in some of these areas and, and places where, um, where Palestinians are experiencing uh, difficulty in access to uh, their housing and homes. Do you think you can expand on that? Yeah, I mean, I think I'd also just, I, I am not the expert on geopolitics on this issue. You know, for me, 
I'm a firm believer in uh, in finding a, a two-state solution in this issue, and um, I'm happy to sit down with leaders on both of this ish- on both of these. For me, I just look at at things through a human rights lens, and I may not use the right words. <laughs> <laughs> I may not use it. I don't really know a lot. That may be shut the fuck up. You don't know what the hell you're talking about. You never did. The occupation of Palestine. Where's Palestine? Who was the Palestinian king? Where was the nation of Palestine? Can you show me their money, their currency? Where was Palestine? I know about Judea and Samaria. Where's Palestine? What is she talking about? She's talking about Judea and Samaria or Gaza? Because those are two different areas. Does she even know that? They're not even in the same spot. She's talking about the area they turned over to the Palestinians. That they could have made Palestine, but made a bombing terror nest instead. Is that what she's talking about? Hey, mom! The meatloaf! You don't know shit. Your leader's on the left. These are the people running you. Running you into the ground as you all fight for the scraps from the collectivist table. Pathetic. Pathetic losers. Ladies and gentlemen, in a fight between the civilized man and the savage, you will never, ever go wrong. Ever go wrong. Taking the side of the civilized man. I'm going to show you in this next segment, it's going to be a very important one, maybe the most important one this week, why these all these groups are allied, folks. BLM, Antifa, the Palestinian resistance. They are allied for one reason. They all hate you. I'll show you what I mean coming up next. Take a quick break. I appreciate it. It's our last break. Folks, you ready to discover the incredible benefits of a good night's sleep? We all need it. It's time to awaken your senses and embrace the importance of a restful slumber. Dive into the world of sleep and introduce yourself to an amazing product that could revolutionize your nighttime routine. Beam, B-E-A-M. Beam Dream is a game changer. Their dream powder is delicious. It's a hot cocoa designed specifically for sleep. It could transform your nights. They have amazing flavors like cinnamon cocoa, chocolate peanut butter. They make it a treat to sip on before bedtime. Paul absolutely loves it. Here's the secret in Dream's powerful and all-natural blend. The blend is reishi, magnesium, L-theanine, and apigenin. You can look all those products up. They're fantastic. They work synergistically to help you fall asleep faster, stay asleep longer, and help you wake up feeling refreshed so there's no next-day grogginess. Here's the best part for our listeners. Beam is offering an exclusive discount on their dream powder. For a limited time, you can get up to 40% off when you visit shopbeam.com slash Bongino and use the code Bongino at checkout. Take control of your sleep and experience the wonders of Beam Dream. Shopbeam.com slash Bongino is the website. Shop, B-E-A-M, shopbeam.com slash Bongino. Use code Bongino for up to 40% off. Your body and mind deserve the gift of a calming, restful night's sleep. Check them out. And our last sponsor, my good friends at Brickhouse Nutrition, product I love, Field of Greens. Listen, I'm not going to you know, nag you about your health, but let's be honest. You know, an apple scrap and a shred of lettuce on a burger is not exactly as healthy servings of vegetables every day we're talking about. This is it. Field of Greens, fruits and vegetables ground up into an amazing tasting powder. I take this twice a day. We all know, all of us, because we've been told since we were kids, that a healthy diet and exercise is the key to a long, healthy life. Folks, you want to stay healthy as long as possible. You want to enjoy your life. 
I take this twice a day. I swear by it. It is, it, it, it's going to be your, your health insurance. It's going to be your, uh, your, your healthy diet insurance. I take it twice a day. Sometimes I mix it in some green tea, sometimes in some orange juice. This is wild berry field of greens. It tastes delicious. Ghee likes the lemon lime. Just look at the back. All of those healthy, wholesome, ground up fruits and vegetables. It works fast. I think you'll feel better with more energy and you'll notice your skin, hair, and nails will look healthier too. If you don't always eat right and exercise, I get it, but you can change that today. Join me and try Field of Greens today. Love this stuff. Let me get you started with 15% off your first order. Go to BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. Use promo code Dan. That's promo code Dan at BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. Thanks a lot. We appreciate that. All right. Now I'm going to lay out the case for you. Remember the anti-anti-communist theory I just said? What's the unifying factor between all these left-wing crazy groups? What unifies them? What unifies them is their hatred for you. I warned you a long time ago, and man, did I take a beating over this, but I don't give a shit because I was right. You can go look on Twitter and look it up. I used to tweet out probably once every other day, warning you about Black Lives Matter, Tell it Black Lives Matter, telling you that they are a Marxist terror group because that's what they were and that's what they are. I warned you about it because it was real. And I got beat to snot over this thing and I kept going because it's true. And I warned you. Why did I warn you? Because they warned you. Here's one of the founders of Black Lives Matter, Patrice Cullors, telling you she's a Marxist. Marxists believe in terror tyranny, totalitarianism, collectivism, and basically the destruction of prosperity. I warned you. We played this cut a thousand times, but they warned you too. Watch. I think of a lot of things. The first thing I think is that we actually do have an ideological frame. Um, myself and Alicia in particular are trained organizers. Um, we uh, are trained Marxists. Um, we are... Uh, super uh, versed um, on sort of ideological theories. So why would it, uh, she's just telling you this was out there for everyone to see. How many corporations gave to these idiots? Now you see they put out a statement, Black Lives Matter. What, supporting the People whose children were beheaded and were shot in the face and the innocent women being raped. No, no. Talking about how we have to keep it all in context and end militarism for the Palestinians. Ah, oh, there you go. And then BLM Chicago had to one-up them with this gem right here. Oh, look, paraterrorists. Don't ever call them paratroopers. Paratroopers are heroes. That is a paraterrorist. Here's BLM Chicago from their official Twitter account. That is all, that is it. I stand with Palestine and the paraterrorists who shot up a bunch of innocent kids at a music festival. BLM hates you. Black America, white America, Puerto Rican America, Cuban America, Venezuelan America, Asian America, Vietnamese America. They hate you. The second the second you stand for freedom and liberty, these collectivist communist scum hate you. They will kill you just like the paraterrorists. You understand this group is a Marxist terror group. That is all they've ever been. And the corporate America that supported this, this shit storm, 
The evidence was right in front of you that these people were Marxist terrorists and you ignored it. You ignored it. Here's David Weissman, leftist lunatic on Twitter. I will never stop saying Black Lives Matter. I may even get a t- my T-shirt myself, May of 2021. Here he is on October 10th. Fuck them. Maybe the right was right about Black Lives Matter. Welcome to the party, pal. We're right about everything. Spying. The swamp. The police state. All of it. All of it. Maybe more lefties wake up. This lunatic. Yeah, you're darn right they are. Liberal Jewish supporters of these savages. Wake up. They'll come for you next with their paraterrorists. You think they're going to spare you? Did you put a BLM hat on? You'll bleed right through it after they shoot you in the face. Folks, these people all need victims too. Everybody's a victim to them. Because they have to hide their true identity. So the way that the BLMs and the savages out there who did what they did over in uh, Israel this past week, the way they hide their intentions is they make people feel like victims. Come join us. You're being victimized too. Come join us, young kids on a college campus. You're the victim too. I don't know. My dad just bought me a brand new Ferrari and I'm sitting here at Harvard. No, 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 you're a victim. You're a victim, too, of the imperialist white patriarchy. They're coming for you, you know. Knowledge is a construct of power. They have the power, and everything they've told you is fake. But my Ferrari is real. You're a victim. You see how they need an endless supply of fresh-blooded victims to run propaganda for them? Don't you fall for it. You're getting Don't get played. Notice how ESPN plays into this too. BLM supporter Ibram Kendi, who, by the way, doesn't even know what racism is. Remember he was asked that that time? It's racist. No, no, no. It's racist, racist, racist stuff. Remember that? It was a fine definition when he was asked about that. So he's a prominent critical race theorist, Ibram Kendi. Uh, Apparently got a... uh, some kind of contract with ESPN because they need victims everywhere, man. And I was unaware of this. If you apparently are a professional baller and you're playing professional ball for million dollar contracts in a game, everybody would probably play for free and does. You are definitely the new modern day slave. No, they wouldn't say something so dumb. Of course they would. Here, take a listen. It's almost like the contracts, you know, are the new slave chains, right? So, you know, you have to sign this contract and sign this document and sign this document. It's like you're binded to this. And then if you break that, that's your livelihood. That's your life. So we the new slaves. Athletes are literally the new slaves because we need this. Our families, our friends depend on this contract to eat. Yeah. We got to plumb folks. We're going to do one. Do you want? Oh, wait, let me put it up to you guys. Do you want an encore performance of the same guy, Ibram Kendi, who's made a fortune telling everyone how they're victims of modern day slavery, like professional athletes and and racism? You want to hear the video? 
of him trying to describe racism. Let me just give you a hint while we're doing this little quickie poll here. If I, oh, it's going to be pretty quick, I think. If I ask you to describe a pen and you're using the word pen in the definition, you probably don't know what the F you're talking about. It's a pen-like pen device that does pen stuff. Does not describe what a pen is. So, okay, we're doing it. All right, it's overwhelming just in the beginning. Here's Ibram Kendi. He asks a very simple question. Hey, uh, you talk about racism. What exactly is it? Hold your laughter to the end. Check this out. How do you define racism? Sure. So racism, I would define it um, as a collection uh, of racist policies that lead to racial inequity that are substantiated by racist ideas. (laughs) Sure. A a collection uh, of racist policies that lead to racial inequity that are substantiated by racist ideas. And anti-racism is a pretty simple using the same terms. Anti-racism is a collection of anti-racist policies leading to racial, anybody want to take a guess? Equity that are substantiated by anti-racist ideas. You know what, Joe? I wasn't going to do that, but it is when I need a little light. Yeah, throw me a monthly, man. I'm sorry. We weren't going to do it, but I'm sorry. I know, folks, it's a serious, but I can't take the stupid. I need to kind of lighten up a little bit. What an idiot. Racism. Uh, by the way, to my honorarium, my honorarium, how much is this honorarium? You think like 50K to come speak? My honorarium check cash? It did. Okay. It's a racisty, racist, racist thing. And by the way, you professional athletes, you're definitely slaves too. <laughs> and people fall for this shit. There are kids driving Porsches on college campuses with liberal moms and dads who read this stuff and really believe they're victims. This is how they get sucked into this entire anti-anti-communist ecosystem. BLM, the savage, Hamas, the girl on the college campus talking to David Horowitz. This is how everybody gets sucked in. It is up to you, the parents of these people, mentors, brothers and sisters, to keep hammering away with the truth. If you support liberty and freedom and you support civilization, representative democracies in the Republic. You will never be on the wrong side of history, ever. Here's a cut I described before. I'm sorry, it was my fault. It wasn't their fault over there. I want to play this super cut because folks, Trump was right again. I don't really care about the mean tweets. I don't want to date the guy, all right? I just want someone who's going to get the country right. This idiot in the White House now has been, he's Nero. He said the, the place is burning to the ground. It was Trump warning people. You're going to see this supercut about the funding to Iran and all the media people now on the wrong side of only the most important issue right now of our time, which is keeping the savages out of our backyard. Take a listen. Aren't going to be released for nothing in exchange. Didn't they also get five Iranians? They will get five uh, Iranians uh, as well. Yeah, Jackie. We need to add $6 billion on top of that. This is the deal that uh, we were able to strike. Biden's ransom payment will be immediately used to stoke violence, bloodshed and mayhem throughout the Middle East, putting Israel, the United States and the entire world in very grave peril. Joe Biden just lit a match to the Middle East. Uh, Israel 
has got to be on alert. The news that the deal is moving forward is drawing criticism from both sides of the aisle on Capitol Hill. The way to avoid having hostages taken by Iran is to be strong, firm, and resolute. And to not use carrots in the form of $6 billion, but to use sticks in the form of threats to things that Iran holds dear. Trump was right again, episode number 92,422. Ready, mean tweets. Don't give a shit. Don't really care. Yeah, I don't care at all. You don't care about his mean tweet? No, no. No. What about no? No, no. But he said, no, I'm good. Yeah, but I don't really give a shit. Thanks. But thanks for commenting. I'll go back to 2% inflation, $2.50 gas. Non-wars and non-savagery in the Middle East and over in Ukraine. I'll go back to that. I'm good with that, okay? I'm good with that. I'll go back to 60,000 border crossers instead of 200,000. I'm okay with that. Not okay with any of them, but I'm okay with the numbers uh, being controlled. You get it? I'll go back to that. All right, so a lot more that happened this week. Don't go anywhere. Uh, Folks, this is important. I told you last week there's a speaker's race going on. It's going to happen today. Uh, Obviously, What's happening in uh, Israel is a tragedy, but it's not the only thing going on in the world. We have a very important race for Speaker of the House going on. It's an internal election. The majority of the House, not the majority of the Republican caucus, has to vote to pick a new Speaker. We may have an answer as early as today and tomorrow. We may not if it's a prolonged fight. I'm hearing no one has the votes right now. Right now, you have three main candidates. You have Jim Jordan, who at least publicly appears to be in the lead, who I've supported, Steve Scalise. Decent guy would be, I believe, an upgrade and kind of a soft campaign by Kevin McCarthy. This is why I warned you last week. And again, I implore you and I beg you humbly and with respect before you jump the gun and say, well, I love this congressman. What he did was so great getting rid of the speaker. It may or may not be. Forget loving the congressman, love the outcome. If we can get Jordan or Scalise, who I think is are more conservative than McCarthy and they do such conservative stuff moving forward, then, yeah, it will have been a success. But we don't know that yet. And this is one of the reasons I'm not so sure you're not going to get McCarthy back. I think it's a long shot, but McCarthy's kind of running a soft campaign now where he's saying, don't nominate me. But he's winking and nodding, saying, well, if you can't get to 217 with either one of them, then maybe I'll come in and save the day. Here's one of his buddies, Lawler, McCarthy's buddies, who seems to be implying just that. This is from the other day. Check this out. A lot of people believe that Kevin McCarthy is the right person to lead us. Well, do you have a preference between Scalise and uh, Jordan at this moment if those are the only two options? Look, we will have our conversation tonight. Uh, I've spoken with uh, the prospective candidates. Uh, we'll have our conversation and then see where we go from there. Uh, again, warned you, are we going to get McCarthy again? I don't think so. I think the likelihood of that is low, but it's not zero. It's not even close to zero. Folks, there's a solid probably 208 to 210 Republicans that still believe McCarthy's the guy. You need to understand the inside baseball here that a lot of people don't get. When you run for office, you see the ugly side of this. When these people do this back scratching thing, where they raise money for each other, McCarthy's a prolific fundraiser. He's given a lot of these people money. Oh, money doesn't motivate these people. That Really, if you read Federalist 51, if men were angels, they're not. A lot of these guys have been essentially bought off. I don't mean that in the worst possible way, 
I mean, in just a logistical, rational way. A lot of them are elected in an office because McCarthy raised a lot of money for him. My point is, he may have more support than the other two. That's why I tell you all the time, just like you'll never go wrong siding with the civilized man over savages, you will never go wrong not falling in love with a politician and falling in love with outcomes. If we get a more conservative speaker, good job by Gates and the crew. If we don't, and we're right back at square one and we went through this for nothing, it was a shit job. Fair enough? Is that fair? In the, in the chat, I mean, is that fair? It's a fair, that's a fair analysis, right? Non-emotional? Thank you. All right, I got a couple minutes left, but it's important. We haven't done a bad enough segment yet in a couple days. We've got a lot of problems going on overseas, but ladies and gentlemen, stuff's good. Thank you in the chat. Yes, pretty fair. Thank you. Is it bad enough yet? Inner cities falling apart, public safety falling apart. I'm going to ask you a question I asked a long time ago. If Joe Biden were trying to destroy America, folks, in the chat, if he were trying, would he do anything different? The answer is no. Look at this in our inner cities. This happened the other day. Imagine sitting in the mall, some naked guys in there. I mean, naked. If you're listening on audio, you got to watch this. Believe me, you're going to have to, your eyeballs will never forgive you for it, but you need to see it anyway. He was apparently touching kids, walking around the mall. This is Biden's America. Kitty touching and all this other stuff. Parents kind of had enough of that, decided that they weren't going to allow that. Didn't really end too well for the kitty touching naked guy. But this is Joe Biden's America, folks. Walking around the mall. Want to get a pair of sneakers for the kids. Some guy's wieners swinging around as you're trying to touch your kids. Kind of disgusting. Yeah. Expect to see more of that moving forward. Here's a Philly Rite Aid being completely looted in the middle of the night. Philadelphia has just become a lawless place. You just use what you do. You just wait till the night. You smash down the door, empty out the pharmacy and all. I mean, why not? No one's going to arrest you or anything. They're not going to stop you. Yeah, you got to eat. I mean, didn't know who said that. Don't you have, is there a video or something? Yeah, what was that? Is this meatball? Yeah, play meatball for us. I mean, you got to eat, right? Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Everybody must eat. Everybody must eat. Everybody must eat. Everybody must eat. Yes. Everybody must eat. Everybody must eat. Everybody must eat. Everybody must eat. That's what I'm talking about. Rest well, Eddie. Rest well, Eddie. Uh-oh, look, here come more people. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. I mean, everybody's got to eat, folks. Everybody's got to eat. Meatball apparently taking her uh, talking points from AOC. People got to eat. And what are they eating at Rite Aid? The oxycodone? I don't, I don't know. I don't know what they're eating. Are there calories in that? I'm pretty sure there's not. There's another one, another video. Guy gets accosted in the street. Listen, I'm playing this for practical purposes. This is a VO, right? This one, this is important. Folks, seriously, I'm gonna at the end of the show, I think this is that important. If this happens to you, get away. I'm serious, get away. You don't know if this person has a knife. You don't know if they're crazy, if they're drugged up. Listen to me, get away. I, I, a lot of you are very tough people. It doesn't matter. Even if you win this fight, you're probably gonna be sued anyway. Do whatever you can to get away. If you cannot get away, 
and you wind up in a fight like this guy and you are with your wife, please do not do this. If there is absolutely no chance of getting away and you find yourself in a fight, do not grab your husband or Gary or anyone else's arm and stop them. Get away too. I told my wife this last night. Do not step between me and someone if we're attacked. I do not want you hurt. Walk inside, because then I'm going to be worried about you more than the bad guy. Don't do this. Watch yourself. This is really, really a bad situation. You're with your wife and kid, and you're in a bad part of town. Tell them to get themselves to safety. Does you no good to have them roped into your fight, too. But please, if you can get away, do it. Do not try to confront these people. It is a major mistake. You will find yourself with a shiv in your rib cage and dead. You'll be witnessing the last moments of your own life. Feel bad for this guy. I'm not calling out this guy. I get the wife was scared. Not their fault. Totally understand. But we got to learn from this stuff. Don't do that. Please don't do that. I know you want to help your husband or whatever. You're not going to help. You're not going to help. Get to safety. Get away as soon as you can. All right, heavy show. And please read my tweet today about this. Some of us are going to have to part ways, and it's okay. I understand. I respect your right to free speech, and I'll passionately fight for it. I'll platform it on any of my free speech platforms. Gladly, as long as you don't break any laws. But that doesn't mean I have to agree with it. And I stand strongly and resolutely against the savage. That's not for you. I get it. But this will be the last time we talk then. Thanks so much for sticking with me for those still here. 100,000 plus. I appreciate it. I love you all very much. I'll see you back here tomorrow. Rumble.com slash Bongino at 11 a.m. Join us in the live chat. Set up an account. It's free. We really appreciate hearing from you. See you tomorrow. You just heard the Dan Bongino Show.